You're listening to Talk to the Experts. I'm Wayne Nelson. My guests today are Sherry McMillan and Paul Lindsay from McMillan Estate Planning. A reminder that the McMillan team will be hosting virtual webinars on Wednesday, September 13th, and again on Wednesday, September 27th at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about some of the topics we're discussing today, what you need to do to get your estate plans in order as we head into the final few months of this tax year. Now, for those who prefer an in-person experience, a live seminar will be held at the Fairmont Palliser Hotel in Calgary that also takes place September 27th at 6.30 p.m. To register, you'll need to contact Macmillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours or visit their website for more information at macmillanestate.com. Paul, I wanted to come back and discuss the probate aspect of trust. Well, if you have a will, a will would typically go to probate, but you can avoid the probate process if you have a trust. And I really wanted to focus a little bit more on that if we could. Yeah, I mean, Wayne, earlier I was uh, waxing lyrical a little bit about the benefits of using some lifetime trust trust planning to avoid probate, not only to avoid some workload and some fees and so forth, but... There is another really significant benefit from using that sort of strategy. And the point is this. If we avoid the probate process using a trust, we're also able to maintain privacy around our estate. Yes, keeping the affairs out of the public eye. Exactly. And that's really useful when we we perhaps have reason to believe that there could be a challenge against our estate, maybe by uh, an estranged child, for example, because... As you say, when we probate our estate, it becomes it becomes public. It becomes visible to, to third parties. And indeed, some of them ha- actually have to legally be notified when we probate the estate. It's also a time when, because you have that public notice, you find out that all the relatives you didn't know you had come out of the woodwork. <laughs> yeah, abs- that's so true. But, but the reality is, when we're going through the probate process, um, the, the estate, as I say, becomes visible. And, 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 and off the back of that, claims can then be made against the estate. But if the estate is held inside a trust, that, um, th- th- that probating process is dispensed with and the estate does not become public. It, de- it does not fall into the public domain. Um, the, the, the terms of our will, the assets that we, that we have in our estate. And the upshot is that challenges against our estate are then made infinitely more difficult. And in fact, as we sit here today, of those claims that have been brought nationally against the type of trust that we would use here, none of them have been successful. And that's an important point to make. It really is an, an ironclad strategy if that is our principal focus to protect our estate against potential litigation. Does the trust also apply beyond the borders of Alberta, beyond the borders of Canada? Yeah, that's the unique benefit of a trust is we can have one trust that owns multiple jurisdictions of assets. And so it can actually simplify your estate quite a bit. So we see this as a common tool specifically, Wayne, in the United States because One of the things to be cognizant of is if you are blessed enough to buy a recreational property for your family and yourself for retirement, which a lot of us are doing now, it's much more common, Um, what happens is then if you have that asset owned in a personal manner, so you own it yourselves, uh, you have to probate your estate in America and you have to go through the whole process of that wealth transfer to each other and then to the children. There's also inherent 
uh, probate tax and so forth down there that we would have associated with that particular property. Just from the way you're describing, and I can see the uh, IRS just rubbing their hands in glee. Absolutely. So, you know, ignorance is not bliss here when it comes to the IRS whatsoever. You really need to be proactive and understand your options and your tools. So I might not be the best travel agent about going to the United States, but if if our clients are determined to enjoy, you know, the winters there and enjoy the warmth of the weather, then we have to use the right tools. And one of the tools that we frequently use, Paul and I, is always a trust. Because when you have an asset that's inside a trust, you don't own it directly. So now when you pass on, you die, but the trust doesn't die. And so the IRS doesn't come after your estate. And so this is really important because one of the things to think about is the IRS doesn't have a rollover for Canadian spouses because you're not an, a U.S. citizen. So let's say you own this cottage down in California together, your property, sure. and it's worth a million dollars. Your spouse dies. That means you have to declare to the IRS that the property has been sold, half of it, and you have to pay tax. And in Canada, that wouldn't happen because you would have a rollover to your spouse. Right. But we don't have that because you're not an American citizen. And so the way around that is if we use a trust, we can solve that rollover issue because you don't own it as an individual couple. Your trust owns it on behalf of you as an individual couple. And then it's a fantastic tool, obviously, because we can do wealth generational planning. We call it generational skipping trust. So we can have it move from mom and dad to the children and grandchildren. So we avoid U.S. inheritance tax as well. And so trusts are just such a wonderful opportunity for us in Canada that I think, you know, there's a, a lot of misunderstanding of what the benefits are because people have always viewed them as for the super, super wealthy, like we are talking, you know, um, the royal family wealthy. But it's not just that. To me, anybody with an estate of a million or more has to start contemplating these tools because we have a lot to risk and we're trying to protect it from not just one type of risk, so many risks, mental health, tax, um, you know, divorce. There's just an endless surplus of risk in our family, and we didn't work this hard to create an estate to have it exposed to these types of risks. So the other reason I like trusts for the United States as well is sometimes people also have not just recreational property, they also have stocks. And whenever you own U.S. stocks, that's also a U.S. estate, and so a lot of people don't understand that because they're Canadian and think, well, I should be fine. You're going to have a, a probate and a, a taxation. So we can use the trust as a mechanism as well to hold those types of assets. So it can be a multi-purpose reason. Um, and a lot of families utilize it simply for the simplicity, but there's so much more benefit you know, to it than just that. I like what you said that uh, a trust should be used really by anyone who has net assets of, of a million dollars or more. And that's not uncommon these days when you have the average price of a detached house in Calgary around $650,000, according to the, the latest reports. So there's your primary asset right there, plus whatever, you know, you might have in a TFSA or uh, RRSBs and that type of thing. What other tax issues do we need to consider uh, when putting together our estate plan? Well, I think there are a number of uh, consistent themes that we face in our families. And Nobody has ever come into our office, uh, Paul can attest to this as well, and said, I'd like to pay additional tax, please, in our estate. <laughs> it's usually one of the very first sentences is, one of my goals is, please minimize my tax. Sure. Um, not only just minimize it 
um, from one generation to the next. They are concerned about the wealth transfer and what the estate tax may be. Now, we don't call it estate tax in Canada. We call it a deemed disposition tax. But if you're both dual citizen American and Canadian, you do have both. You have two types of tax. You have inheritance tax in America, and then you have your Canadian deemed disposition tax. So all of us have concern about that. But what's more interesting in modern times, Wayne, to me about tax planning is people are starting to say, yes, I I really care about not paying undue tax when I transfer it to my children, which is great. But is there a way I can save tax each calendar year too? Because as you know, our tax tables across Canada have gone up since COVID and we forecast they will continue to do that. So when you've done your retirement planning, you've been basing it on a set threshold of income and lifestyle and a set table of tax. But if that tax table's gone up, that's eating into your net uh, retirement income stream, and you have less in your genes to spend. So I think annual tax planning is top of mind for families today, too, much more than it used to be. All right. What about things like annuities and, and, and loans? I mean, can they trust loan money to the beneficiary? Absolutely. So one of the things that's um, very attractive today is that the interest rates have gone up. And so what that means for most of us is that it makes a, a, a different product that we might not have ever given con- consideration to in low interest rate uh, circumstances much mind. But because interest rates have gone up, annuities are much more attractive today than they once were in, in times past. And there's been a modern annuity created called a return of capital annuity, meaning you get all your money back all and right. you get a high rate of return. I want to pick up On that point, when we come back, we're going to pause for a break right now. The McMillan team will be hosting a virtual webinar on Wednesday, September 13th at 6.30 p.m. and a special live seminar at the Fairmont Palliser Hotel in Calgary on September 27th at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about estate or life planning. Now, if you can't attend in person, this seminar will also be held online at 6.30 p.m. To register, you'll need to contact McMillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours or visit their website for more information at mcmillanestate.com. Sherry McMillan and Paul Lindsay from McMillan Estate Planning are my guests today and we'll be back to wrap things up on Talk to the Experts.